episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team, Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. That's me. That's my music. It's so good to see you. Mm, it's good to see you. It's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, it feels like it's been a long time. I don't know exactly how many days, but it's been a little over a week. Too long. And uh, yeah, too long. Yeah, is great seeing you, even if it's here on uh, the wondrous technology called Zoom. Z o o m b, but the b is silent. Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I pronounce oh, it there. Well, again. sometimes the it's B like will me come going salume. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Blake, when he sent that miscorrection, and he even uh, called it in, so he gave me like an audio pronunciation to go with. I don't know why I pronounce it like that. <laughs> why not? Salumi, I think, is is how it's supposed to be pronounced. Salome. Sure yeah, <laughs> not sure that we actually address that here, but uh, thanks for that, Blake. Much appreciated. Um, Mark, how you been, buddy? I've been pretty well. Uh, you know, taking it easy after a crazy May. A Quiznos opened on Del Prado. Um, I am a very big fan of Quiznos, as I know uh, listener John Lewis is, so I've been taking advantage of that, uh, working, you know, um, just living, living the high life. What about you, my friend? I'm good. I actually got to see John Lewis this weekend. He, uh, he brought me a, uh, Malachi Black wrestling action figure, a Supreme edition. So it's all tricked out. It's got like four different heads and stuff like that. And he actually brought me some gifts for you that I'm going to have to give you next time I see you in person. I know so all about from- it. Yeah. I'm very, you do? Very, yep. Oh, okay. He was kind yeah. enough to let me know. He's like, do you want these? And I was like, hell yeah, I want these. Are you kidding me? I'm not a pops guy, but I am a Patriots guy. So I'll take a Tom Brady and uh, Rob Gronkowski pop. Fuck yeah. Well, are you kidding me? They look fancy. They got a, like a holographic sticker on them and stuff. Hell yeah. I don't know. That man's yeah, my king. So- Look forward to giving those to you. And thank you, John Lewis. It's good to see him. He's uh, recovered from his surgery and getting back into his uh, his normal life again after a crazy. He had a crazy mate, too. I'll tell you uh, for different reasons. But yeah, it was good to see him. He's he's in good shape. Good. Yeah. You love to see it. And yeah, just been hosting a bunch of uh, trivia, you know, got my regular weekly trivia at Pointy Bell and Ollie's. And then we had some special trivia quizzes some themed quizzes at both venues this week how about we go over a weekly wrap-up i'll tell you all about it sure at pointy bell brewing company you smell different when you're awake captured a turkey victory for quiz number 521 their third victory in a row sister sister was the winner of quiz number 524 Breaking You Smell Difference 3 quiz win streak with a 113-point victory. So they were the uh, the combo breakers there. We also had Trashy TV Trivia Pointy Bell, quiz number 526. Started with Trash Dashians picking up an early lead before I Made Out with Harry Dubin also picked up the pace in round two. However, ending the quiz in third place overall with 72 points. Kim's Cuties in second with 80 points. And Trash Dashians in first with 113 points. It was an interesting quiz. This was our our trashy TV quiz all about uh, reality shows and competition shows and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was a totally different crowd. There was, you know, just like a few players from my regular weekly game, but mostly new players. So hopefully they enjoyed it and we'll see them on Wednesdays at Pointy Bell Brewing Company. 
At Ollie's Pub on Thursdays, though, recently, quiz number 522 was quite tumultuous with just the tips starting in the lead and Lobo Solo gaining the lead. He was seeking a victory that would move him out of a tie between himself and two other teams in our top 10 winningest teams leaderboard. But one of those teams was in the room and got in the way of Lobo Solo breaking free. That would be Peanut the Dog who themselves Oof. won the quiz, now having 12 quiz wins and our eighth winningest team of all time. So congratulations to them for uh, breaking ahead of the pack there with Lobo Solo and uh, Team Yikes, both of those teams with 11 wins overall. For quiz 523 at Ollie's Pub, we saw a very close game with just the tips ending in first place with 152 points, As You Wish in second with 137 points, and Burrowing Phoenix in third with 109 points. That score being very high as it was our gaming trivia quiz, and uh, there was just a bunch of extra questions. So we had our normal 21-question quiz, our 310-question bonus rounds, and then we had a persistent audio round because I was playing video game music the entire time. So you could write down the name of the game on the back of the sheet for an extra point if you knew what game it was from. And then there was also a 60-question bonus quiz that they could uh, fill out while I was scoring the regular quiz items. So it was like 20 questions each in between rounds one, two, and three of game origin character or game character origins. So you could uh, you'd get the name of the character and the year that they debuted, and you had to write down the game. So there was a maximum total of 200 and I think 228 points Jesus overall. Christ. But our winner, uh, Just the Tips, with 152 points. So congratulations to them. And also uh, thank you to Cool Comics and Games for sponsoring some awesome prizes for that quiz as well. Uh, What else happened at Ollie's this week? We had uh, another weekly quiz, As You Wish. They did dominate quiz number 525, who ended the quiz in first place with 121 points, just the tips in second with 116 points, and Sergeant Sagandis in third with 74 points. And they were, as you wish, was playing with, you know, a lot of celebratory fire because it was Miguel and Noelia's 22nd wedding anniversary for one. And yeah, congratulations to them. And two... It was Stephanie and Marshall's last quiz playing. Uh, So Stephanie and Marshall have been, uh, you know, regular teams. uh, They've been playing on regular teams at No Nonsense Trivia for years. Uh, Like, as you wish, Marshall's been on that team for the last six months. They've played on the Shiba Inu Illuminati before, as well as their own team, Upper Class Twits. They are moving now to uh, go reunite with Team Captain Matt and Lily in North Carolina. So we want to wish all of them the best of luck in their new era of this life in uh, North Carolina. Yes. So, Mark, that's what happened at No Nonsense Trivia Live this week. How has trivia been at Nice Guys Pizza recently? Good. Ronald Reagan's grave is a gender-neutral bathroom, won the first and second rounds with 22 points and 40 points respectively, but the end uh, last round went to Frazzle Drip with 61 points, beating the pants off of everyone. Um, and Team Captain Matt playing uh, from afar, uh, so it was nice to see him along with Connor and Rose and their uh, Rabbit Cookie and John Feeblecorn Whiskey Tango in uh, Scotland, so it was not playing. 
So exciting times. Oh, yeah. Letting somebody else win for once. Finally. Take, have a, the take a fucking break. Jesus. And if you missed it and you'd like to join us for trivia soon, Wednesdays we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Mm. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bo- bonus prizes and to suggest categories for bonus next week's prizes. <laughs> and to suggest categories for next week's quiz. <laughs> And to enjoy some of the tasty, tasty offerings from our weekly food vendor, come play our weekly quiz at Pointy Bell Brewing Company starting at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral at Ollie's Pub, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards. Free cards! Which you could use at the bar or one of their signature sandwiches. They recently had a special over there, Mark. I don't know how you'll feel about this because it's a very cheesy item, but it was a grilled cheese with three different cheeses on five cheese bread, and uh, you could get a protein of your choice. I asked Sean, the proprietor over at Ollie's, what would you get? And he said, I would get a little bit of salami. So I said, you know what? Give me just one of those. Give me a salumi slice. You know, see a practice there. Mm -hmm. And man, it was good. It was really good. Uh, So if they have something similar on on uh, on the menu in the future, I would I would highly recommend that it came with a side of uh, tomato soup and a cucumber salad, which was very good, actually. And that's on the menu year round the cucumber salad so i i kind of overlooked it but when it was offered in the special it definitely tuned me into it yeah their so. sandwiches I, I cannot say enough good things about them they are absolutely delicious you can try their many selections from the menu at ollie's pub every thursday at 7 30 p.m when we have our weekly quiz or in general when they're open and of course every week in cape coral you can play mark's trivia on wednesdays at nice guys pizza or on zoom starting at 8 p.m for a link to the zoom meeting you can check the show notes or you can uh, just go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Nice Guys Pizza Trivia. Mm. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? Mm-hmm. Kind of hear, hard to hear what you were doing. I, I don't know how we, that's going to turn yeah, out. Yeah, Zoom is just a mystery. It, it doesn't just, prioritize the musical performance. doesn't prioritize shit. Yeah. I mean, it's doing all right. But whatever. I don't want to knock it too hard. <laughs> it's working. I, I pay for it. I'll knock it. All right, Get fair your enough. Get shit together. Fair enough. Okay. Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> Get your shit together. Zoom. <laughs> I always feel like there's like a Zumba place right next to a Quiznos. Anyway, <laughs> just bringing a full circle here just, back to the Quiznos. Just bringing it around. What did you get? Uh, mine is the steakhouse is what I always get. No cheese, but I also got an Italian so I could mix it up a little bit. They've got some spicy. I, I don't know if it's like a gardenera or what, but they had a little spicy spicy on there. It was tasty, but the the steakhouse is my jam. No cheese. Just give me the sauce, the onions, the mushrooms, and the meat, and I'm good to go. Some rosemary parmesan, hell yeah. No food glue necessary. Nope. <laughs> the sauce is all the food glue I, food glue I need. All right, let's take a little break, and uh, then we'll be right back with our first round of trivia. 
right, we're back. Mark, to kick off round one, I have a question for you about tiki drinks. Oh, okay. One tiki drink in particular. What tiki drink, said to be the official cocktail of the Nixon presidency, consists of rum, orgiat, lime juice, simple syrup, and orange curacao? Hmm. The official drink of the Nixon presidency. Um, sock it to me. Sock it to me? Sock it to me. You know how many times I've heard lately Bob's your uncle? It's been following me around. Oh, yeah. I, I, I heard TV it the other show. day, too. It was on The Simpsons. Season three. <laughs> Bart says it. He's doing a British accent. Perfect. He slips one in. Oh, what the hell was I watching that someone said it? Bob's your uncle. Um, Can I call Justin Peterson and ask him? He'd for sure know. Ironically, this question inspired by a uh, recipe for the drink that Aaron provided to us because we were looking for a uh, cocktail and said, hey, what do you guys got? You know, in our minds, that's that's who we go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And rightfully so. They go to Hawaii a lot. They I mean, a lot. They've gone a couple times or several, I guess, several times in the past few years. Right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that I've I've seen. Yeah. Well, Um, we're talking about honeymoon there. Justin proposed there. And every Mm -hmm. time they go, they uh, visit, you know, some kind of like rum distillery and they bring back all sorts of good stuff and. Sometimes when we go up to Orlando, we'll go over to their house and they they serve us some drinks, have us taste fine rums from Hawaii, and it's very nice. So we ask them about these things. I don't even know what Orgiat is. It's a almond liqueur. Mm. While we're talking about mixed drinks, we should uh, give a big R.I.P. to Jimmy Salemi. Yes, big R.I.P. Almost almost tried to have him on the show a time or two when he worked at Nice Guys. Was responsible for getting live band karaoke at uh, Harbor Social. All around sweet dude. Big, big loss. Just went yeah. to his shindig last night at Nice Guys uh, to raise money for his kids. Nice Guys raised $16,000. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to nice guys for that. And yeah, Jimmy, a uh, local, I mean, not, not really a, a bartender. I mean, he does, he was a bartender, but he also was like a, a cocktail designer and um, like bar manager. Um, and yeah. like, I don't, did he, did he help design nice guys first? He did. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cocktail list that they had. Yeah. Yep. So the Pendennis, as a matter of fact, they had a, a list of drinks that uh, last night that he had concocted. At Nice Guys, I think they exclusively had drinks that he had designed. A resident mixologist, if you will. That was his dream, was right. to kind of go around from bar to bar and help them design their their cocktail lists and then flee off into the night and then help another bar. And he did that for 1025 downtown. He did it for, um, I think, some pizza place or something over by the beach. Um, he did it for Prime 239. And a number of other places, uh, Harbor Social. So he lived that dream. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge loss. Um, 
Well, I don't know the answer to this. Um, I, uh, I, I'm just going to guess Mai Tai. That's correct. Yes. Oh, holy shit. That's in a Mai Tai? Yes, that's a Mai Tai. And he was, uh, yeah, he was fond of President Nixon, fond of former President Nixon, fond of going to, to the uh, Trader Vic's, the Polynesian themed bar uh, near nearby the White House and having some Mai Tais. So, yeah, uh, we got the Mai Tai recipe from Aaron, which uh, the recipe that we got had all of those things, but not the lime juice, which I thought was kind of interesting. And we we were like, OK, well, we've got some of this at home, so we'll just use what we got at home for some of it. And so if you want a uh, Breschnita version of the uh, Mai Tai, use overproofed rum because that's what we had on hand. Perfect. And uh, also we had blue curacao. So it had kind of a funky blue color as well. <laughs> Um, so yeah, <laughs> overproof rum, blue carousel, uh, simple syrup and or Sprite because you didn't have lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, well, I mean, stale the, the recipe, the recipe that we based on did not include lime juice at all, which oh, okay. was, I think it, it might've been the Trader Vic's like original recipe is what Aaron said. Let me, hey, let check me out, look it up. Check here. out this joke. Socket to buy. See what I did there? It's like socket to me. Yeah. But socket to my a me tie. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Good work. Thanks. <laughs> well, while you look that up, let me ask you my next my next question. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got it right oh, here. Oh, oh, okay. It is. This is uh the recipe that we got is the classic Trader Vic's nineteen forty four Mai Tai. Two ounces of white rum, half ounce orgiat. Half ounce orange liqueur. And so for ours, that was the uh, blue curacao. One quarter ounce simple syrup. Shake over ice. Strain onto fresh ice and garnish with mint. Damn, a little mint on there. For the government. <laughs> All right. When Nixon's involved. Yeah, tell me about it. Here Sprinkle is a little uh, government on it. <laughs> Here's... <laughs> or, you know, make some government mm-hmm. record some conversations they shouldn't be. I'm going to make due to this drink what I did with those records. <laughs> make them disappear. Are you ready to hate me? Give me a question, Quiz Daddy. I love this question, but you're going to hate it. How many stars in total are on the national flags of Australia, China, and Pakistan? How many f- stars in total are there on the national flags of Australia, China, and Pakistan? This you've got to you got to have a yeah, couple I don't know things. I don't know Pakistan at all. China one star and damn that's Aust- a low rating. Australia, <laughs> Australia <laughs> 13 Damn, my man rated China one star. 13 so I'm thinking 14 plus Pakistan, which I don't know why I'm thinking maybe two stars. That seems low too. Uh, so I'll go with 16. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Ah, uh, yeah. 12 is the correct answer. Oh, okay. So I overestimated quite a bit. There's not 13 on Australia at all. No, I believe there are seven, it seems like. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, six. Six on the Australian flag. Um, one on the Chinese flag. Uh, 
And then the rest, I guess, are Pakistan. I didn't jot down that information. I just know that the answer is 12. Okay, so that was uh, that would make five on Pakistan then, right? That sounds right. Seven plus five, right? Yep. Right? Okay. Correct. All right. Well, you know what? I uh, I actually don't hate that question at all. I think that's a really cool question, actually. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's very creative. It's pretty difficult, um, mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm. you are a flag nerd, yeah. which uh, some people are flag nerds. You unless know, you're so. into vexology, that's what it is, right? Vexiology. Right. Yes. Vexology. Yeah. 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 So, and yeah, I mean, that is an interest in in trivia, and I think that would serve some players. So, if you quizmasters have some players in mind that might like that question. I, I think that's a fine question. Vexillology. My apologies. I knew I was off. Vexillology. Yes. Vexillology. Animal anatomy is my next category. Penis. For you. Okay. Is that your answer? No. All right. Not yet. The circulatory system of an octopus includes how many hearts? How many hearts does an octopus have? three that's correct that is one of the first i feel like that's one of the first questions i either asked in trivia or one of the first questions i asked here on the podcast that's a deep cut okay deep cut one of yours i still remembered it yeah do you know uh do you know how they work anything about these three hearts no they have like a central heart that pumps, you know, blood through all their limbs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have uh, two extra hearts, one per gill set to like, because the blood is so thick that they need extra hearts to pump blood through the gills. It's gill set. <laughs> <laughs> Some people got a skill set. We got, a gill, got set. a gill set. <laughs> I wonder if he still listens. Hi, Gil. If you're out there. I'm sure here he is, does. Uh, here's the next question from me to you. Mm-hmm. Graves disease is an autoimmune disease that affects what part of the body? Hmm. What part of the body? Autoimmune disease. Graves disease. I don't know what Graves disease is. It's an autoimmune disease. I, I mean, I know that now, but that I. That affects what part of the body? <laughs> right. Right. Rheumatoid arthritis affects the joints, but that's not Graves' disease, and those are parts of the body, I would say. Maybe it's the eyes? I don't know. I'm going to go with eyes. That's incorrect. <laughs> Let me ask you the question the way I asked it at Trivia. Graves' disease is an autoimmune disease that affects what part of the body located in the neck? The larynx. Sorry, that is also incorrect. That's as good as I can get for you. The correct Mm. answer is the thyroid. Oh, okay. The thyroid. The gland. Gotcha. All right. Mark, how about a uh, Formula One question? Okay. All right. Let's see if I can embarrass myself. Some history. (sighs) You always make me nervous when you bring up F1. As of last year, 2022 of this recording, which country has held the most Formula One Grand Prix races at 104? 
As of 2022, which country has held the most Formula One Grand Prix races? 104. Well, I know Monaco has been around for a long time. And that's in Italy, I think. Italy or France? God damn it. You know, I never realized how much Italy and France remind me of each other. <laughs> for some reason, it's so hard for me oui, to discern. Oui. Monaco. Um, oh, it's got to be France because Charles Leclerc is from there. And Charles is definitely French sounding. Um, so France is definitely a contender. England with Silverstone. I don't know. The I mean, the other thing to consider is places that have more than one track. Uh, it's not America, I don't think. Um, they got into it a little later in the game. There's only one current American driver. Um, I, it's got to be in Europe. The Grand Prix is... Fr I'm going to say France. No, Mark. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Italy. Fuck my life. I mean, Grand Prix is France is is French, right? It is a French uh, term. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm at yeah. least I'm at least so happy. There, there was like a name change, so including it before it was like it used to be known as uh, uh, something else. I'm trying to find the information here, but um, by host nation. Yes, the uh, Italian, including 73 uh, Italian Grand Prix, uh, one Pescara Grand Prix, 26 San Marino Grand Prix, mm -hmm. which they haven't done since 2006, uh, Tucson right. Grand Prix, one of those, and three of the Emilia Romagna. That one's Romagna the one that just got flooded out. They didn't have one uh, this a couple weeks ago because they got, they had bad flooding. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe next year. Well, all right. I don't feel terrible. I mean, I was thinking with since Grand Prix was French that it had to there had to be a chance, but I knew all along that France uh, with sixty three. Okay, well, that's far off. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's your last question of this round: A floating object displaces its own weight in fluid. Is that's not a initialism or anything. A floating object displaces its own weight in fluid. Is a principle named after what Greek mathematician, physicist, engineer, astronomer, and inventor? Wow. A floating object displaces its own weight in fluid. Is a principle named after what Greek mathematician, physicist, engineer, astronomer, and inventor? Who that boy? Hmm. Well, I don't think it's Socrates or Plato. Um, I'm thinking somebody more like maybe Pythagoras or. Um, hmm. Herodotus was a historian. Um, Copernicus. Did you say astronomer? I did. Copernicus. That's incorrect. <sighs> the correct answer is Archimedes. Oh. The Archimedes principle. The owl from Disney's Sword in the Stone. 
Merlin's owl, Archimedes. There you go. You could have given me that as a hint. <laughs> you son of a gun. I know. I, I would know. have known then. <laughs> I know. It's like whistle down or whatever the hell that woman's name is from the bonus episode. Don't spoil the answers of the bonus it episode here. It wasn't the here. answer, was it? Was that the answer? That was the answer. Oh, Lady whistle down. But in order to hear the question, <laughs> folks, you will have to sign up for our Patreon because we have, My uh, I think, about 30 bonus episodes up now as Jesus. well as our fr- full archive. We don't say it enough, but we get some email from time to time that says, hey, You've only got a few uh, episodes up on Spotify, Apple. What's up with that? We invite you to join our Patreon for $3 a month. You get access to all of our uh, episodes. And then for $6 a month, access to our bonus episodes. So check that out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is the end of round one. How about we take a little break and then uh, we'll come back with some very interesting missed corrections and even more interesting no notes. It's time for some missed corrections. Missed corrections. This week we heard from Andy who writes, Hey guys, have a missed correction from the latest episode with Skylar. Being born and raised in the Bay Area, my eyes lit up that I might actually know a question on this podcast. LOL. But the question had me completely stumped. Because Modesto is not in the Bay Area. At least Mm. nobody from the Bay Area would ever consider it so. I think it's technically in the San Joaquin Valley. Keep up the good work, guys. Love listening in every week. Take care, Andy. So, uh, yeah, looking at a map, it does look like it's a little further in. Um, So you might just want to say Californian City, you know? Yeah. Generalized there. But I think that is, like, such an interesting question, being that the answer is Modesto, and it was named as such because of the guy's modesty that they were going to name it after. That's why I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. All right. Now, uh, here's here's an interesting one from Bad Mother Rucker. He writes, hey, Lee and Mark. Hi. I'm from Boston. And hey. loyally, loyally listen to your show. God you both you. are champs. Oof. I just spent a week in Key West, Florida, and was excited to see Tuesday Night Trivia at Mary Ellen's Bar. Never have time to play in Boston, so we made it a point to dine and drink at Mary Ellen's so we could play pub trivia. Shout out to B-Rad, the host. Ooh. While my partner and I failed at the questions that night, I kid you not, it was that same evening while going to bed that I listened to your most recent podcast... And realized that I could have answered several more questions based on your most recent podcast. Jeez. The one about the country with the first license plates. And the one about the movie originally titled something about Denton High were asked that night. Holy shit. Forgive my typing. I'm in my whiskey cups, so feel free to edit this. I will not edit this. (laughs) No. Bad mother rucker. I will not. 
Now, that's interesting, isn't it, Mark? One My. of those was Skylar's question. How interesting. And Skylar was not traveling into the future in Key West. Mm-mm. And then traveling back to the past to ask us those questions, right? So I'm 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 wondering what the order of events was here. He listened to the most recent episode, but did he hear did did our listener, our loyal and wonderful listener, listen to the episode a while after it had come out? It seems that way. Piecing it together, Mark, it says the bad mother rucker uh, played trivia on Tuesday night at Mary Ellen's bar. They refer to this uh, as well. Let me let me finish reading this real quick. And oh, then okay. We can, we can wrap it up. Sure. Uh, Be Re- Bad Mother Rucker says. Point is, I know you offer your questions to any quiz master, but what a fool I was for not listening to your podcast before going to pub trivia. I could have perform. I could have performed better. That's what she said. <laughs> that's a note here. That's not my joke. Uh, that's oh, okay. Bad Mother Rucker's self joke. Fair. Sure. Thank you for the wonderful show and the clever banter, and for making your content available to all. I love your show and have started rating questions on a scale of turnt to minus per the scale Eminem mentions in his 2018 song fall. Each of the (laughs) questions from your quiz earns a silver dollar grade, which based on my incremental scale, which Eminem does not define is the tops. Hell yeah. So we are, we have silver dollar questions according to bad mother Rucker. Keep up the great show. And thank you for being such wonderful gentlemen. Keep being beautiful. You delightful fellows. Silver dollar from, nipples. That's from Bad Mother Rucker. So, uh, yeah, the order of events here, they say that they played Tuesday night trivia. They sent this on a Tuesday night, but they refer to it as uh, in the past. So I think that the morning our episode came out, that night, they went to this trivia. And then they wrote us a week later. I need to know why, when this episode came out and when they played trivia. I need to know if this podcast... It was if, the same day. So they would have played trivia Unless it's at a total night. coincidence and they played bef- these questions came out before our episode did. But if it was the previous week, which is the week that our episode came out, it was mm-hmm. that night. So the episode came out during the day. The quiz master asked these questions at night. Yes. Which is awesome. What's the name of this place? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen's. Yeah. No, that's good, right? Look. I'm not saying it's bad. That's fine. I like uh love to meet a fan. Um but I want to I want to know I want to know what this I want to know what this is all about. I want to know if this <laughs> I need to know. Here's what I need to know. Why? Here's we, what I need to We already to, know. Here's we what I know. Need, you think we know? I think we know. I want to know for sure. Why? Cuz I want to <laughs> talk to B-Rad. <laughs> B-Rad reach out. I'm going to say, B-Red, listen, I'm not mad at you. Look, I'm not here to throw hands. What are you? Yeah. What is the energy you're bringing? B-Red, I just want to know if you got these questions from our podcast. <laughs> so, what if cu- they, so what if they did? I'm just curious. <laughs> Don't you want to know? You just think you know. Yeah, I think I know. And I think it's totally fine. I think that they run a risk. <laughs> Of having their players listen to the podcast and catch on and maybe, you know, some astute players might know some of the answers. Maybe I don't know how many of our questions B-Rad used, Um, you know, so that's just something to consider. You know, if you roll into your pub trivia and you just bring our questions alone 
and you have some players that also listen to the show, then that obviously that's uh, that's going to, you know, kind of taint the quiz in a sense. So I would did not you recommend know, that. Did you but, know that trivia there is going on right now as we speak? <laughs> yeah, should it's I, Tuesday night. Should I call there <laughs> and ask to speak to B-Rad? What questions are you asking tonight, B-Rad? <laughs> what do you hey, got? This is, this is we haven't put up a new episode no since, so they probably, B-Rad probably has different questions. Maybe they're oh, older episode questions. I'm just dying to know. I got to talk to B-Rad. You have dropped out of this podcast. You're typing over there. I see you're <laughs> hands down. This is not the reaction I thought you're going to have. Well, I'm just cur- Look, I'm just morbidly curious. I, I mean, here's the thing. There are a lot of places to get trivia questions. There are a lot of trivia podcasts in the world. Knowing that someone is listening to our podcast and using questions that we ask on the podcast fills me with a lot of joy. I would like to know that. But I also want to know for sure that it's what's going on because I'm just curious. I'm a curious oh, mind. Oh, come on. I mean, that's too much of a coincidence. Would two you, que- those two specific questions. Would you – I mean, what would would you call him a liar if he said he didn't get those questions from our podcast? The indication that I got from Bad Mother Rucker is that Bad Mother Rucker identified – these questions from our podcast i understand not the same subject matter but the questions i understand but are are, would you call b rat a liar if he said no call him a liar i i mean i no i would not call him a liar uh or her a liar i don't know if b rad i don't know anything about b (laughs) rad okay but um i would not call them a liar i would uh you know Maybe feel a little suspicious about it, but it's no big deal. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's no big deal. I, I encourage it, actually. I, I love that we are contributing to the over of pub trivia. I feel like if he if if, if B-Rad, whoever they are, said, no, um, I would like to tell them the story of someone went to your trivia that listens to our podcast and you happen to ask two questions that we asked on the podcast. Isn't that crazy? And maybe B-Rad goes, that is fucking wild. What's the name of your podcast? And I go, it's called the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. We have over a million downloads. B-Rad goes, that's insane. I want to give you three bucks a month. I want to get all your episodes. I want to listen to you guys. I love you guys. Or oh, B-Rad yeah. goes, yeah, you know what? I did get it from your podcast. And I go, love to meet a fan, B-Rad. This is Mark Davis of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast reaching out to you, telling you, I'm glad you're using these questions. How crazy it is that a listener wrote into us and did your trivia and knew da da da. It I mean, it's all wins, Lee. This it's all wins. I, I don't wanna I'm not here to to nail anyone to the cross. I just I wanna have a conversation about it. It 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 it's fascinating to me. All right, you know what? You've convinced me. That's fair. But I will say this too: if you're a quiz master and you're using our questions, and we don't see your name, B Rad, on our Patreon uh, list, I don't know about that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, unfortunately, when <laughs> there's we just even have... more questions up there, if you want to increase the variety of uh, of your uh, your resources, Absolutely. you know, there are live quizzes. You know, I posted up uh, quizzes that I've hosted at Pointy Bell and Ollie's. Uh, Twenty one questions there each. And then all the bonus quizzes, too. So, anyways. We've mentioned our Patreon twice in the last 20 minutes. Not to be gauche. How about we uh, we get into round two here? But, of course, we want to let you know 
that if you want to write us with a miscorrection, a rate my question, or even just a little no note, you can write to us at no nonsense trivia at gmail.com. Call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six or find us on social media. And please take a moment to give us a uh, a rating and a review if you can. Um, we did get a uh, we got another two star review, buddy. Hate to hate to report it. But what the fuck about too much too much talking in between questions? So. <laughs> You well. know what? As an experiment, this uh, this episode, I I think uh, for the rest of this episode, we should just not communicate at all, other than just questions and sussing and answers. Basically, they just want thirty well, minute questions, thirty minute episodes where it's just question answer, question answer, question answer. We've never tried it. We should at least try it and see if, like, you know, maybe that's what our listeners want. Maybe they just want to hear us, just like you know, read questions and suss and answer, and what do you think can we can we try it i mean we can try it i feel i (laughs) what's wrong with your face nothing man i feel i feel this is the kind of thought this is the kind of stuff they're talking about i feel like our listeners have told us pretty pointedly that they like hearing us bullshit right but we've never tried it we've never we've never given a fair crack okay fair all right here we go here's my first question for you in the second round okay a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist is the first line during the opening credits for what TV show that originally aired from 1982 to 1986? Hmm. Don't talk. Can I hear it one more time? A shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist is the first line during the opening credits for what TV show that originally aired from 1982 to 1986? A shadowy flight. A man that does not exist. I'm thinking maybe it's uh, maybe Knight Rider, but the flight thing, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, a man that does not exist. Quantum leap. That's later. That's 82 to 86 is too early. And it's like, it's not that he doesn't exist. It's that he exists too much in too many places. (laughs) It's too much of him. Mark, no commentary, please. Just susses and, and answers here. You're correct. I guess I'll go with Knight Rider. That's correct. All right. Okay. My next question for you is about types of cats. What breed of cat is all black and whose name comes from the former name of a highly populated city in India? What breed of cat is all black and whose name comes from the former name of a highly populated city in India? Hmm. 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 All right, man, this sucks. Let's just talk. <laughs> I can't. I mean, that that review that review's wrong. What did it say exactly? Can too you much read talking it to me? in between questions. That's, That's what all it said. said. Two stars. Too much talking. Two out of five. Questions. Apparently, they don't listen to the end. <laughs> Um, highly populated area of India. So, um, 
a former name of a highly populated area. That's right. What the, why am I blanking so hard? Um, Mumbai is a former name. I'm really, really blanking and it's really embarrassing. Um, like I'm really, really, really blanking. I know like two or three names of places. Um, that I'm just not thinking of Bengal. It's kind of tiger, the Bengal tigers, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, but those aren't all black. They are striped and they are tigers, not cats. Um, this is actually the type of cat that our cat is. Dizzy. Mm-hmm. Damn. What kind of cat is it? Well, that's what I'm looking for here <laughs> from you. I know. Um, but do you know? I'll say, um, I, I have no idea. I'll say, uh, oh, I don't want to give up because I know that it's somewhere in there. Um, I keep thinking of like Siam, which is in fucking Thailand. And that's not Siam anymore. I don't think. Fuck, man. Why can I not think of this? This this seems like something that people would be yelling at me about. And for good reason. Um, I'll just say Mumbai. I know that's not right. No, but Mumbai is a highly populated city in India. It is the current name of the answer to this question, which is Bombay. Fucking Christ. Bombay. God fucking damn it. Fucking Bombay. God damn. Bombay. Black cat, a Bombay cat. (sighs) And Siam was uh, the country of uh, Thailand was called Siam. Was called Siam. Okay. It was the name of the country. For uh, 800 years. Almost 800 years. F-I-D-E is the World Federation of what game? F-I-D-E. F is in Frank, I is in Iris, D is in David, E is in Eleanor. F-I-D-E is the World Federation of what game? I mean, obviously, the route to suss this is to try and break down the acronym. F-I-D-E. Fide. D-E. I get stupefied. Supefied? Yeah. Soup season. Man, I got such a hankering. It's summer. What are you talking about, soup season? Soup season, baby. No. Just can't explain it. Maybe a gazpacho. I got the most... I had the largest hankering the other day for minestrone soup. Do you say minestrone or minestrone? Or do you say back and forth? Uh, haven't said it in a long time, so I, I don't even know say how it to right answer now. that. I want to know how to just say it. Minestrone. Okay. Minestrone. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I had a I very large hankering. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, I was sitting in bed and I was just like, God, I want some fucking minestrone soup. The next day I went to hog bodies Hashtag almost an ad and got a they fab five. They almost paid you? Almost. 
got a <laughs> got a okay. fab five with some friends. And what's the soup of the day? It's minestrone. So I had to take it as a as a hint. So I got a little bowl of minestrone soup. A couple days later, I went to Carabas, hashtag not an ad, though it was very, very good. What's your soup of the day? Minestrone. Give me a bowl of that minestrone. <laughs> so you had three different types of minestrone. Two. I thought you had some at home and then at Hogbodies. No, no. I had the thought at home, but then the next day, Hogbodies. Oh, okay. Gotcha. A couple days later, got at Carabas. Well... I won't ask you to put them up against each other. One's a major chain. One's a local, locally owned establishment. Hog bodies. All right. Is that because it's hashtag it. almost an ad? No. Maybe they almost paid you. Did they you say almost. like, will you pay me? And I'll they talk gave about me the fucking podcast? chicken wings, Lee. And I All love right. chicken wings. Okay. You know, but you, did you mention the podcast? I may have mentioned <laughs> under my breath. I do a podcast. <laughs> All right, just let me know about those kinds of things. Maybe I want a chicken wing. F-I-D-E. F-I-D-E. Frisbee International Disc. What's E? I don't think it's disc golf. What's the other one? It's a uh, ultimate frisbee. It's like frisbee rugby or something like that. I'll go with ultimate, ultimate frisbee. Sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, okay. It's got to be something else in frisbee then. Federation Internationale des Echecs. Chess is the correct answer. Oh, chess. This is my okay. last question. One night. I like how it's a little tricky there. You automatically assume that it's an acronym for something in English. Mm -hmm. You are a small-minded American who only thinks (laughs) about your own country. It's probably ultimate. It's probably ultimate. (laughs) My favorite is that when you triple down going, well, it's going to be something else with a disc. (laughs) It's got to be. I'm afraid not, mine friend. That's German. That's good. I like that. And, you know, uh, Ultimate, it is a game, but I w- it's more commonly referred to as a sport. Sport, yeah. And uh, chess, yeah, that is a more archetypical game. Yeah. No C in there. A soccer question for you. But you can also use your knowledge of Greek mythology for this as well. Ooh. What Greek goddess of victory is depicted on the World Cup? What Greek goddess of victory is depicted on the World Cup. Nike. That's correct. <laughs> did you know that, or did you I just did guess? Not, so the, I knew that Nike was the Greek goddess of victory, and I knew that from the shoe. Oh, um, okay. And so my, you know, my choice was to go with the one goddess of victory that I knew of, or try and imagine whether or not she was Roman or Greek, and try and think of the counterpart, which I, there was no way that was going to happen. So my thing was just go with the goddess you know. Well decided. Nike. So if you didn't know, that's where Nike shoes come from. There you go. Name is taken from the Greek goddess of victory. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Don't ask where Just Do It comes from. <laughs> it's actually Just Do It. 
Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what the story behind Just Do It? I don't. It was a uh, guy about to be executed, and it was his last words, and that's what inspired the marketing phrase. Are you fucking shitting me right now? No, I'm not. That's pretty dark, huh? That's dark. <laughs> that's bizarre. The Greek goddess of victory, Nike. <laughs> Uh, here is your next question for me. What were the names of Roseanne's two daughters on the TV show? Roseanne. Becky and Darlene. That's correct. There you go. One good turn deserves another. Yeah. It's one of those things you, you'd, you'd like for it to be a harder pull, but I think that you had me nervous Roseanne for a split lives rent free in our heads. Yep. I was like that, 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 that. I almost I at first I went Becky and Rachel, then I was like, nope, not Rachel. Well, I had a couple That's people a friend. I had a couple people guess, yeah, like her sister, mm-hmm. um, and a couple of other women on the show. But for the most part, it was Becky and Darlene through and through. Here's a video games question for my last question, round number two. Also known as the Mortal Realm, Sanctuary is the primary setting of what video game series by Blizzard? Also known as the Mortal Realm, Sanctuary is the primary setting of what video game series by Blizzard? Um, I'll say World of Warcraft. No, Mark, I'm sorry. Azeroth is the setting for World of Warcraft. This would be a game whose most recent installment, the fourth, was released on June 5th of this year, 2023. Does that help? Nope. It is a new version of the game Diablo, Diablo 4. Oh, yeah, that did just come out, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Azeroth <sighs> was actually the question that I asked at my live trivia, but I thought I would switch it up to be a little bit more timely here on the podcast because uh, I imagine some of our listeners have probably played it. I haven't played it yet, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to stream some more gaming, so if you have a uh, recommendation, send it my way on the Discord. There you go. Are you on affiliate status? I am. So you can actually subscribe to my channel. Thank you. And uh, you get some custom emotes and stuff. That's uh, twitch.tv slash Breshnida. B-R-E-S-H-N-Y-D-A. And uh, you can check out the gaming channel on the No Nonsense Trivia Discord. And uh, I post updates there when I go live usually. Do you think people prefer to watch people who are good at gaming or bad at gaming when they watch along. I don't know that it matters as long as you're entertaining. I think that's the compelling factor Hmm. is if you're entertaining, you don't need necessarily need to be the best skilled. I mean, that is obviously like interesting to watch. Um, I think people that are into that, like esports a lot, you know, there's like a lot of team based shooters and stuff. And, uh, People watch those tournaments and stuff like that. But yeah, for for gaming Twitch, I think it's it's more about just entertainment value. EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> I like how I don't know if you're retired. That's an old. I feel uh, like we've oldie. been around for so long that who knows what we've talked about at this point. But I love how dismissive he sounds after he says EA Sports. He's like, it's in the game. You just yeah, it is so, an interesting like, choice. Almost annoyed. It's like, yeah. you fucking moron. It's in the fucking game. God. Yeah. He's definitely throwing some shade at it's you. It's in the game. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you idiot, you didn't know that. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Of course it's in the goddamn Haven't you game. heard this intro before? Yeah, EA Sports. <laughs> It'd be funny if there was, like, a progression if at first he was like, EA Sports, it's in the game. Right. <laughs> then the second one, he's like, EA Sports, it's in the game. <laughs> EA, EA Sports. Sports, it's in the game. <laughs> EA Sports, it's in the game. <laughs> and then eventually, mm-hmm. with Madden 2024, EA Sports, it's in the fucking game. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly the <laughs> attitude that we want to bring in 2024. Oh, bring that extra. I feel like that's that's the 90s. That, angry man. That catchphrase. Wasn't that an early 90s one? That sounds right. I feel like maybe PlayStation, Super Nintendo, there was like a bit crush. EA Sports. Oh, you got to watch the commercial for the high fidelity. First video game you ever remember hearing a voice in? Huh. Um. Wow. That I don't know if I marked that. I have mine marked. What is it? Double dribble. <laughs> Double dribble. It was a very, <laughs> very shitty. It sounded like someone that had like too many teeth in their mouth. Oh. And their, and their jaw was wired shut. Double dribble. I <laughs> remember. Like, oh. Altered Beast. You mm, remember that game? I do. Rise from your grave. <laughs> <laughs> you can, can you imagine recording that shit in 1988 or whatever? And yeah. then you hear your voice in that shitty 8-bit sound. And you're just like, oh, my <laughs> God. And now we have like fucking professional actors doing voices and it's like clear as hell. Yeah, we actually did that on uh, Temple of Yogg because we were trying to go for a retro style. We we bit crushed the uh, the voice work that Louis did, Buster Wolf. And uh, so it had that that kind of quality to it. Yeah, definitely inspired for, by that era. Hey, we're all talking right. too much. Someone's getting angry. <laughs> is that is that all around two or do you that's all around two? Okay, we're going to take a break here, and then we're going to come back with a Rate My Question and our final round of questions. back and it's time for a rate my question my question all right we have a voicemail here from i don't know who let's just have a listen hey mark and lee and any other guest knower that might be present this is trent up in tampa and i have a rate my question for you the category is 80s movies roles douglas j needles and video game boy number one are roles played by Flea and Elijah Wood, respectively, in what 1989 sci-fi comedy? I'll give you 10 seconds and then give you the answer. 80s movie roles. Douglas J. Needles and Video Game Boy Number 1 are roles played by Flea and Elijah Wood, respectively, in what 1989 sci-fi comedy? That's from Trent. I just saw the answer. (laughs) Damn it! <laughs> I didn't realize that the uh, that the words were in the part that I could see on my screen that were all huge. Yeah, I should have, I guess, given you a heads up, not to look at the screen. 
well, I'll I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I would not have known that. Would you have? I might have known that. I don't know about the Elijah Wood thing, but the the flea thing. I would have like first talked about Big Lebowski, and then I would have thought about. When I think of Flea, I don't know. Yeah. when I think of Flea and his acting, the first movie that comes to mind for me is The Chase. Right, that's the one I was trying to think of just now. Uh, where mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen takes Alicia Silverstone, I believe, hostage. He, here's a trivia question: Using what kind of candy bar? Um, I don't remember. PB Max. It's it's definitely not a BB Max. Oh, I'm not sure. It might be a Snickers, maybe a hundred grand. Hmm. Uh, that would be a good trivia question, though. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Of course, people want us to try and get the answer, try and get the answer, but right. most importantly, they want us to rate yeah. their question. Yeah. So the answer is, it's Back to the Future too. Thanks, guys. Big fan of the podcast. Definitely trying to get down there soon for some live quiz. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, I think I remember Flea being he's like one of the henchmen, I guess. Maybe it's Douglas J. Needles. No, he or is he video game boy? I mean I would video guess game that boy number Al- one. I'd guess that Elijah Wood is video game boy since Elijah Wood was probably nine when that came out. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And Flea was kind of a grown ass man. Or at least a young man. Just a young Californian. I named said Flea. young man. Yeah. Um, All the little fleas. Yeah. You know, God, I haven't seen Back to the Future in forever. It's been longer, I think, than I've, that I've seen Back to the Future 2. Um, and I don't know that I've ever seen Back to the Future 3. Really? Yeah. Maybe. So you don't know what band appears in Back to the Future 3 that also did a uh, song for the soundtrack that plays over the credits. I believe that question was asked here at some point, but I don't know. It's ZZ Top. Ah, ZZ Top. Yeah, they appear in the movie as well. Great. Too bad I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch that one. I I like that one. I would if I uh, was in the right frame of mind, which is not caring about what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I would rate that... um, I would rate it an A plus. I even though I didn't know it, and even though I had the answer spoiled for me, um, I think that's a great question. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's got two well known people in small roles from a long time ago. A movie that was big enough to know. Um, I'm just a little bit, just a little bit out of the reach of you know that target audience. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. It's accessible. It's it's good. I totally agree. Um, for all the reasons that you said, I am going to give this a Pibs X. I Damn. think it's popular, interesting. It's got a built-in hint in that it's a sci-fi comedy. Could just be like what movie? Um, and video game boy number one. I don't know if Douglas J. Needles as a name is a you know is a hint to that movie, but video game boy number one. That's like a futuristic movie. You know, um, so I I could, you know, it's the one that takes place in the future. So I could see that being a little bit of a hint as well. And I mean, it is a huge sci-fi comedy from 1989. 
So I'm yeah, I'm going to give that a capital B and I wouldn't rewrite it. I don't think either. Um, yeah. Uh, would I rewrite this? No. No, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. It is. A and great... I think it's got a good uh, sussibility factor because it, it, it lends to a good discussion. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this Pibs X. Perfect. Great fucking question. Damn. Yes. Thank you, Trent. And uh, please send us another. And if you have a uh, if you'd like to write us with a rate my question, rate us with a write my question or miscorrection, please do so at no nonsense trivia gmail.com or call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. Mark, it's June. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to you, my friend. Yeah. And to all of our LGBTQ plus listeners, I've got a, a question to kick off Pride Month. I'm going to be doing uh, Pride bonus rounds this month at my quizzes. And to all our listeners who uh, are against uh, anybody in the LGBTQIA community having rights, you're no longer one of our listeners. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, I would say I'd invite you to keep listening, but please change your views. Mm. No, you can eat my shit. Actually, straight out of my butthole. Um, I mean, you might enjoy that. <laughs> I'd rather them change their views. I think that would be a better thing of overall for humanity. I would love for you. To, I would love for you to change your views. I'm guessing by now, there's a good chance you won't, and that's stupid. You're wrong. You're on the wrong side of history. If you're not going to change your views. There's poop coming out of my butt at some point, and you are welcome to it. You can put on a big old bib that says, I love doo-doo. Give me a call. I will stop by your house, and I'll squeeze a meaty turd right on top of you um, for being a big old dope. Well, his methodology is interesting, folks, but you can't blame him. Anyways, here's a pride question for you, buddy. Thank you. Occurring in 1966, the initial events that kicked off the national gay rights movement in the United States occurred in what wedge-shaped district in San Francisco, California? Uh, what wedge-shaped I... district? Wedge-shaped district? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know much about this stuff. I don't know much about San Francisco. I think this might have been mentioned in the Frankie Goes to Hollywood episode of Lyrics to Go. Oh, okay. But um, occurring in 1966, the initial events that kicked off the national gay rights movement in the United States occurred in what wedge-shaped district in San Francisco, California? So this is a historic area. Yeah. Um, what's the name? I mean... The name of the district. <laughs> Whatever I think of a name of a district, I think of the meatpacking district. Uh, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't know if that's. Uh, what about Hate Ashbury? I'm going to say that. No, Hate Ashbury. I'm sorry. That's not the correct answer. Yeah. I think that might just be a street. Yeah, the, I think you're right. The Tenderloin is the answer that I'm looking for the tenderloin. Damn. So there was a, uh, there was an arrest of a, uh, a performer, um, Ray bourbon, the legendary female impersonator as Wikipedia puts it. it sounds like a, a drag queen was arrested in 1933 
while show Boys Will Be Girls was being broadcast live on radio. So it wasn't even being showed. It was just being broadcast on radio um, and led to an arrest. That was in the 30s. And uh, there was a police raid. Um, oh, yeah, this was asked. Actually, there was a reference to this on our own podcast. This was uh, this is surrounding Logan and Adam's question. I can't remember which of them had a uh, question about Compton's cafeteria, the riots at Compton's cafeteria okay, located yep. within the tenderloin. Got it. Yeah. Tenderloin. I got to make sure that sticks in my mind. There is a uh, I would I was going to say there you could add a like a, a cut of meat type hint to this question. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like a cut of meat. But I don't know if that would have helped you because you had meat packing on the mind. <laughs> well, meat packing is not a cut of meat it is no it's thing. not but it wouldn't have helped i don't think yeah might help me a little probably <laughs> not but who knows i tenderloin does not sound familiar uh here is your last question from me maybe you'll surprise me <laughs> okay who directed top gun beverly hills cop 2 days of thunder true romance and crimson tide among others hmm who directed True Romance? That's my easiest entry point here, I think. I know Quentin Tarantino wrote it, but he did not uh he did not direct that one. Um Days of Thunder, Top Gun. Is it Catherine Bigelow? Male Gigolo. Who we just we just talked about her recently here on uh I, I think I've been really messing up movies names and directors um recently but i think i said that she directed zero dark 30 but it was actually the hurt locker that she had directed right um and i'm wondering if she also directed these movies now you you mentioned a selection of movies that can't be all the movies that this person directed i said among others yeah so that could include top gun 2 which is what I'm thinking is like, did, did Catherine Bigelow direct Top Gun 2? I feel like I, I, I don't know. I'm skeptical. Who directed True Romance? Days of Thunder. Crimson Tide. What were the other movies? Top Gun. Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, True Romance, and Crimson Tide, among others. I just love that this many big blockbuster movies were directed by this person, and it's not an easy pull, you know? Mm-hmm. Michael Mann. Too early for Michael Bay, maybe? Jerry Bruckheimer. I think he does action movies. I'm I'm really in the woods here, in the weeds. Um, I'll go with Jerry Bruckheimer. Sorry, that's incorrect. The younger brother of Ridley Scott, Tony Scott. Tony is Scott is a correct person. Uh, also did um, Man on Fire, Deja Vu, Unstoppable, Enemy of the State, and The Last Boy Scout. Passed away in 2012. A lot of big movies. 
A lot of big movies for someone who's been forgotten about through time. You yes, know? indeed. Tony Scott. I did not realize that he was the younger brother of uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scotch. Jerry Bruckheimer, I think, more known for a uh, producing role, but he mm-hmm. did produce Top Gun Maverick. So that uh. must be where I got that from. But anyways, a fine question. I like that question. I like your question about the flags. Thank and the you. Vexillology. Um, yeah, great episode, my friend. I uh, appreciated a lot of your questions as well. I guess that's why we keep doing this. Well, thanks to you and thanks to our supporters on Patreon. And thank you for listening, everyone. Please join us for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can also support the podcast by buying some merch. There's a link in the show notes for that. Or you can support us on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, and clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. As we mentioned, giving you access to bonus content, our full library of episodes, and more. Just want to go on record real quick as saying you look really nice today, you listener. You look so good. I really like that shirt you're wearing. Your face looks very pretty today, but man... What do you think about my facial hair? Uh, well, it's good. Um, it's oh. all right. Uh, you know, it'll grow back. The bare cheeks <laughs> are a little worrisome. You popped up on the Zoom. Uh, I was like, that's sort of like my friend Lee. Um, <laughs> it's too it clean, huh? Too clean. I'm not, miss, I'm not usually a clean beard cheeks. guy. I got clean lines going on right now. But dear listener, you would uh, you would look even better if you were sporting a no-nonsense trivia t-shirt um, or wearing uh, a nice uh, blanket um, when you are cuddling up to take a nap um, or any other number of nice uh, no-nonsense trivia artifacts uh, with which to clothe your body. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with this show, including a big thanks to our quiz daddies, Rick G, Adam, a.k.a. Dr. A.G.E., Sam Spencer, Blake, a.k.a. Motor Liquor, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esma and Red Crest Kitchen, Tim at Pets Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's, it's Gil. Gil. Our team captains, Hayden, Matt, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and DHX3. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Jesse, JV, Clay, Merritt, JB, Paul, James, Josh, Cameron, Stephen Day, Cy, Caitlin, Mike K, Cole, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, who I saw the other night, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, aka Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, who you saw the other night, Nabil, Ricky F, Justin P. Justin painted a bunch of murals, but now he's working not for Trader Vic's, but Don the Beachcomber, which I think he had a question about the last time he was on the podcast. So go give them a follow on social media, Don the Beachcomber. And Justin M. Justin Mai Tai, which they have at Don the Beachcomber. Coming soon to a neighborhood near you. As a matter of fact, I went to a... That's my ad voice. You want ads on here? You don't want ads. Sign up for our Patreon. (laughs) Uh, with all these fine folks uh, we went to a uh, what's that place that he used to do um, murals for the frog oh Jeremiah's uh, yeah went to Jeremiah's on Santa Santa Barbara and -hmm. I was like I know the guy who painted that and they were like oh cool (laughs) (laughs) can I please 
get my change. And thanks to our Rumble Steelskins, Kink a lot. Christy, Zoe, Brian K, Joey, Emily, Andrew H, Nora, Joe, Hallcast, Mark with a C, Bill, Seth, Littlest of Lambs, Aunt Kiki, Ian, Andrea, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Issa, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, F- Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Stephen, Kenya, Dallas, and all my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, and Mike J. No nonsense trivia at gmail.com. 1929356-6966. And find us on social media at No Nonsense Trivia. Do you want to hang out with us throughout the week? If no, go fuck yourself. If yes, we have a Discord chat. Not go fuck yourself. That's fine. If you just want to hear us once, then that's it. That's fine. But if you want to get to know us a little bit better, if you want to talk to us, or if you want to send us any information, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast and join us there. And finally, unlike this shit bag that gave us two stars, don't forget to leave <laughs> us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, no-nonsense listeners. Have a great week.